Greetings to all sentient life forms in the universe. Welcome to Poetic Earthlings, a show that will provoke, inspire, and alter your perception. Here's your host from a remote location south of the 49th parallel, York Campbell. I was a special guest on the Call to Action podcast with Shantae. If you haven't heard Call to Action, I strongly recommend it. Call to Action is dedicated to inspiring, educating, and informing entrepreneurs and self-starters, just like me, in technology and in other fields. When I was on the interview with her, I felt really, really relaxed. She was amazing. Have you ever had a friend that kind of knows it all, like a know-it-all friend, but in the good sense of the word? That's what Shantae is like. She knows her stuff. So this is going to be a replay of that interview. And also I got, I threw in a little bit of elements in here, some musical elements and some other things. I did ask Shantae for her permission to make the interview sound sort of like a a Poetic Earthling style show. By the way, new season, the new season of Poetic Earthlings is starting in a couple of weeks from now. I'm very excited. You're going to hear me at the end of this one, at the end of this interview. So stay tuned and stick to the end. Talk to you soon. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to episode 29 of the Call to Action podcast. I am your host, Shantae, and today we are having a fireside chat with York Campbell. Here is the inspirational quote for episode 29 of the Call to Action podcast. And this is by John Lennon, and I really like this one. When I was five years old, my mother always told me that happiness was the key to life. When I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wrote down happy. They told me I didn't understand the assignment, and I told them they didn't understand life. Again, that was by John Lennon, and I'm just going to allow you to let that one seep in. Really think about this as you go throughout your day. Now, let's go into the show. And as mentioned in the intro, our guest for today is published author York Campbell. And today, during our fireside chat, York is going to share information about his podcast, as well as other helpful information for writers here with us on the Call to Action podcast. So please join me in welcoming York to the show. Hi, York, and welcome to the Call to Action podcast. How are you today? Hi, Shantae. It's really, really good to be here. By the way, I really enjoyed that quote by John Lennon. I was blown away. I I, I felt like 
I wanted I wanted you to go through your intro, but I was fist pumping and I was saying, <laughs> wow, that just sounds incredible. So it's really good to be here. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed that quote as well. You know, I think oh, it's yeah. appropriate. I always try to find things that connect, you know, people. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. And that definitely, that definitely connects. Yes, I thought so. I thought so. And I'm glad you think so too. Now, York, you know, it's time for us to get to know more about you through my icebreaker that I have on my show. So share your superpower. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Well, besides time traveling and, and also running at the speed of light, I think my superpower here on Earth would be connecting the dots in my my stories and within my shows. I think I could look at very simple things, uh, things that seem random, the tail end of conversations, and then weave them into a story. Or I could take a look at something on the news. What do you think it'll take to get the paparazzi to leave you alone? Is that one of your biggest wishes? I would like for them to leave me alone. And something <laughs> on and something on on a cartoon show. Nothing quite like the joy of sandcastling, eh, buddy? How you doing over there? Everything's dandy and Patrick's kingdom. That doesn't seem to match, but but find similarities. So my strength, I guess my superpower, is finding connections where somebody else would not see any type of connection whatsoever. Wow. I like that one. That's Probably one of the most unique ones I've heard so far on the show. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> on top Thank of you. time traveling as well. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I talk a lot about time traveling in my story. So, <laughs> yes. Yes. That's awesome. You, are, you got some like really impressive superpowers. We're talking time traveling, traveling at the speed of light, um, and then also connecting the dots with your writing. So, we know that you have a podcast. And let us know, when did you know that you wanted to start your podcast? Well, this kind of goes back a little ways. I've always been interested in radio, in talk radio, and music music radio as well. And so I'm going to speed it up for you guys because it will probably take a really long time. But No, no. Hey, give details. We love it. <laughs> okay. All right. But back in the day, I, I live in Ottawa, but I, I grew up in Toronto. Originally, I'm from Jamaica. I grew up in Toronto. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, back in Toronto's early hip-hop days. We didn't see the artists, the, the rappers, because uh, you know, rap music at that time was very, very young, and they weren't exposed. So all what we did on Saturday Saturday afternoons, there was one hip-hop show in the entire city. Only one hip-hop show. In order to get that show, in order to listen to it, you had to be, uh, you had to be an ingenious because the, the signal wasn't very, it wasn't very strong. So what my friends did, we gathered every Saturday afternoon. Now picture this, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all there's like four or five of us gathered around um, an archaic-looking radio, not like a ghetto blaster, just just a just a, an ordinary radio. 
we counted out the time when our favorite radio show was going to come on. The Fantastic Voyage Show. That's what it's called. The Fantastic Voyage Show. Wow. So the, so the announcer will come on. One of one of our one of our boys would say, say, hey, the, the show is coming on. Get some tinfoil. We need the tinfoil. So with the tinfoil, like we would put the tinfoil on top of the antenna in order in order for the signal to be to be clearer. So so one dude will have to hold the tinfoil into place. And if he moves around a little bit, then you kind of you, you lose the clarity. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes That's genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And we're so into the show. We stood around that little radio, bobbing our head to Run DMC, you know, Yellow um, Cool J, Public Enemy, whatever, whatever groups, Digital Underground, and and all and all those groups back then. We used to just gather around the little radio. One person would be holding the antenna up in a particular way just to hear the podcast. Oh, oops, I mean the radio show. <laughs> now, now, for for me and also for a couple of the guys there then, it wasn't just listening to our favorite artists, the underground artist, but it was also listening to the DJ. Because the DJ, he told stories. Mm-hmm. We, got to, we got to know him on a personal level. It, we felt that, that we were in the studio with him we got to announce um some dedications going out uh one is going out from specialty to funky beats double b ducky deaf busy fresh and also to the lakeshore posse and uh i ain't no joke went out to the sweet sensation sound crew and what else there's a request coming from um mike mike from the rascals um once hear him see shan he said it's girl and yeah and and also we felt that this was just our thing. It was this was an underground feeling at the time. It was exclusive. Uh, that drew me in in terms of saying, "Okay, I want to do something like this." So I mm-hmm. even went as far as as taking uh, radio and TV productions in in, in college, and, and I started listening to some more uh, radio shows in general. That's how I got the inspiration to do this show. But this show came in stages. And then I wanted to do a podcast. I didn't have an idea of what to do. My wife said to me, well, you write stories. You wrote over 400 stories. Whoa, a- really? Yeah. So so she said, what about you lean into your weirdness? Now, that's, a, that's the exact <laughs> quote. That's the, yeah, that's that was the exact her quote. quote. She said that? Yeah. yeah. I love she it. Said, I love it. She, yeah. She said, lean into your weirdness. And I said, and then she said, you earthling. And she didn't really mean it as an insult, maybe. <laughs> but, but then I said, wait a second. You said, lean into your weirdness, you earthling. I think I have a, I think I have a, I think I have a show. And she said, what do you mean? I said, I think you gave me the inspiration of the podcast. So I looked over my 400 writings at the time. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then I figured out a way of converting that into a show. Greetings to all sentient life forms in the universe. Welcome to Poetic Earthling. So that's that's how I got my inspiration. Wow. That's how I got my inspiration for the show. Wow, York. That is so cool. That yeah. really is. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what's interesting? You mentioned um the name of the show that you listened to as a child growing up, that that radio show. 
called yeah. Fantastic Voyage. Yes. Now, this is something really interesting. There's a group out of uh, Dayton, Ohio called uh-huh. Lakeside. They wrote a song back in the 80s called Fantastic Voyage. Isn't that cool? Oh, that is cool. <laughs> yeah. I that was like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. It's just funny how culture travels, like no matter what, you know? It, it does. It really does travel. Yeah. No one, yeah. It, and we, everyone shares, we share each other's culture, mm-hmm. right? With my with my stories, I, I take inspiration from all different walks of life, and I challenge myself to do it because I don't want my stories. If you listen to my show, I don't want them just to be from my own Jamaican or Canadian culture. So I I I celebrate other people's culture. I celebrate. I, I may have a story based in in the Philippines, and mm. you know, I, I thought of you know so so. So my characters they vary. My one one of the heroes of a story that uh, I'm going to write down the road is she she's Asian. So I mean, somebody may look at that and say, "Well, you're stealing her culture." No, I'm celebrating her culture. Right. I, that's right. how I look at it. I'm celebrating her. I think she is cool. I, I I could picture her right now. She is the hero of this science fiction world, and she is amazing. And I don't think I'm stealing her culture. I, I, I enjoy it. So, <laughs> and, and that's, and that's, and that has to do a lot with, with poetic earthlings. Poetic earthlings is, is a celebration of people. It's, it's about bringing us together to share our, com- our commonality rather than looking at our differences. It's to share with each other. It's to have a meal together. It's to collaborate. Right. You know, I listened to the podcast. I think it was your last, I think it was the last episode of the most recent season, if I'm not mistaken, or your last season. Oh, wow. I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. Ted, my final query is this. Should we input a virus in the CPU, thus erasing the data file? Or should their demise be quick and efficient by the press? <laughs> of the team. I love oh, the story. You. I mean, you're like hit the delete button. You know, <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is really good. Like, you just broke down so much in that story. I, I think it was maybe I don't know, maybe 20 minutes or so. But you yeah, had that's right. So much information in that podcast. I was like, wow, this is like really, really good. So. I am a fan and I tell other people, hey, human file, that's what it's called. Human data file, 365. That was the that's one. Right. Yeah. That's the one. That, that was the season finale. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Loved that's, it. That's correct. Loved it. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Loved it. It was great. It was great. And that, and that took a long time to do because I, I wanted to challenge myself. And I think as an artist, we need to. It's so, it's so easy to be comfortable, even with that particular episode. Mm-hmm. I was saying, well, I'm not going to talk about these things. I'm just going to stick with what I know. And then I didn't feel good about it. And I said, no, I can't do that. I have to look at things in, in, in different ways. So I recorded and then I recorded it again. And then I rewrote parts and, and just did different things so that I would feel a little bit uneasy. It was and we, we need to. You're, yeah. No, no, thank seriously. You. Like when I listened to it, the the cool thing about it is that when I listen to your podcast, I'm visualizing what's going on. Then to me, that's right. like a really good book, you know, because I listen to audiobooks. So it's like if yeah. if I'm listening to your podcast and I'm seeing these characters, I'm seeing Nimrod, you know, I'm seeing the humans you're talking about in the story. And 
I'm like, this is great. <laughs> so this is oh. was really good. Seriously. Oh, great. Great. Thanks. You're welcome. No, really, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was doing my best to close off the season in a good, in, in a good way. And, and, and to tie in all, all the different ideas from the first season of the show. Everything ties in into that one. York, thank you so much. I've just really enjoyed having you on the show so far. This has been great. And I am super impressed with your time travel abilities and your traveling at the speed of light superpowers. Uh, but Ooh. yeah, <laughs> but thank you for sharing that with us. And also, thank you for sharing what inspired you. I love hearing people's stories. I feel like we all have a lot to learn from each other. And this is definitely a great way for us to connect and for others just to, to learn about other people's journeys and, and what got them to where they are. So now let's talk about for other aspiring podcasters. There may be others out there that are like, I want to start a podcast, but I don't know what to do. Um, or just, you know, any advice that you could give to any upcoming or aspiring podcasters. What could you share with them? My advice is to when you're creating your show or thinking about it, make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons. Make sure that you're not doing it for for the likes, the downloads, your own personal popularity, because that will really burn you out really fast. I know that it did for me in terms of how many downloads do I have today? How many likes? How many people are commenting on my on my work? Once I stopped doing that and I just said, I'm doing this for myself, I'm an audience of one, then everything elevated from there. I didn't care as much of how it's going to translate to other people. I cared as much as, uh, do I like this? Am I a fan? So my advice is to be an audience of one. Be your own fan. Be a fanboy or a fangirl of your own material so that you could constantly play it. It's almost like it's somebody else's work that you're enjoying. Sometimes this may sound kind of weird, you know, what I'm about to say, but sometimes I said, you know what? I, hey, I'm going to put on the, the poetic earthlings. I wonder what the poetic earthlings is about today. And I just put it on, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I'm, if I'm at work and I have a break, I'll just throw on that show. Oh, I'll listen to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan podcast. Check it out. The Joe Rogan experience. Hey, I'm going to listen to poetic earthlings now. This is a poetic earthlings micro episode. And, yeah, and then I'll listen to another podcast. That's how I treat it because it has to grab me first before it could grab anyone else. Mm -hmm. so, I, so that's my word of advice. Figure out why you're doing this. And if it's for ulterior motives, that's not going to elevate your soul, then you probably shouldn't do it. So that's, that's the advice that I'll give. No, that was great. I mean, seriously, York, I'm like, wow, that, that's pretty deep there, buddy. <laughs> huh. That was very deep. And you're right. I agree. To me, like the podcast I do is like, it's kind of a mix of self-expression as well as education, but then also inspiration, you know, like that's why I love having guests on the show because people learn from each other. Like I said before, people learn from each other. So your story is going to inspire someone else. If it's just one person, to me, that's, that's enough. Right. That's enough. I agree. It's, it was all about inspiring that person. And I guess the other advice that I would give, if, if I could give two oh, advice. Oh, sure. Yeah. Much as you want. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is to do your best to make the show personal, 
personalize it rather than in a group setting like, Hey guys, you know, no, um, hi, whatever that individual is, you know, it's just, there's a lot of podcasts out there that you feel like you're just a part of a crowd. I like the ones that it feels that the person is talking in my ear directly to me. And so if you could personalize Mm -hmm. it, personalize the, the message, then that would be great. Wow. Very good advice. Very good. So let me ask you this, as far as marketing your podcast, do you do paid ads? Do you use social media? Like how do you get the word out about your podcast? I do a mixture of both. I do Google ads. I did the Facebook ad. I would not recommend that, which is a word of advice for for podcasters. It may be working out for some of them, but for the most part, I think you're throwing your money away when it comes to advertising on Facebook. I tried it before. I didn't really get much results. I got better results doing some Google ads. In terms of social media, uh, Twitter, I do a lot of Twitter. I'm just trying to get into Instagram a little bit here and there. <laughs> Same but, here. I have like yeah. 10 followers. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. I, I, I said I said to somebody, I'm going to read a, a book about Instagram. Uh, that's, what I did. that's what I did with Twitter. A couple of months ago, I only had nine followers on Twitter. Wow, really? I read, yeah, I, I read a book I read about how to increase your followers. In, in, in about two months after that, I had about 6,000 followers. That's awesome. Right. And it just kept on growing from there because I was dedicated. I really wanted to grow the fan base of the show. As, and I said, well, nine followers, that's okay, but it's not good enough, I guess. So right. I, guess I, probably, I should probably do the same thing on, on Instagram as well. Yeah, I guess I need to as well, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, um, yeah. It's probably better call Instagram for dummies, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Instagram 101. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Instagram is a different audience. I think with, it is. Um, it is. yeah, I was going to say like with Twitter, you can have more engaging content. You know, on Twitter, yes. you can have your, your video, you can have a link to your podcast or website or whatever you want them to do. You can have an animated yeah. GIF up there. Like you can do all kind of cool stuff. On Instagram, it's like either a photo or a video yep. and you can't link directly from the post, which I think is what hurts Instagram, my opinion. But I think that's what I think. Yeah, it's a drawback. I think, I think it's a, I think it's a drawback. Definitely. I mean, how many GQ pictures of myself can I put up there? Right. You know, <laughs> right. <laughs> Like I'm running out of GQ pictures, so the, I can only do I can I can only do so much. Right. And, and how many videos can I put up? So yeah, I guess you and I we we need some help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I created my account and I just kind of let it sit. And I probably should have done that. I'm admitting this on a shock. I can't believe I'm saying this, but yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. I'm keeping it real, you know, keeping it real. But um, I recently just did a couple of posts on Instagram. For those listening, you can find me at CTA Marketing Biz on Instagram. Might as well throw it out there. You know, maybe I'll pick up some new people. But uh, well. yeah, <laughs> so and I'll, I'll follow you. I got to find you in there. I'll follow you on Instagram, too. So we can we can help each other out with that. Yeah, um, we could do that. Yeah. We, yeah. We'll send each other. We send each other tips. Right. right? And then and then, and then, if, and if, then if our followers, they want to help us out as well, we could do that. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, definitely. So, yeah, I think I just need to really put attention towards Instagram marketing. I just haven't done anything on Instagram. I've been more yeah. active on Twitter, as you can see, which is how we met. We met on Twitter. Yeah, we we could just say that. Yeah, we met on Twitter. It's been great. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I started listening to your show and then I said, oh, I wonder if she's on Twitter. And then there you were on Twitter. Oh, cool. See? 
Yeah, so yeah. I'm glad we connected. I'm glad we connected. I met a lot of cool people on Twitter. It's, it's a it's a very unique set of people that are there, and it's like unique in a good way. And I think it's it really is. cool. It yeah. is definitely. So York, do you have any other advice you'd like to give to aspiring podcasters? I'll say if you, in terms of the technical part of podcasting, when I started off, I didn't have all the equipment that I have right now. Now I have I have all the software and the editing process and a whole bunch of things to to make my show sound the way that it is. But there's some people that they wait uh, for way too long. They say, I need to have thousands of dollars worth of equipment. They fuss themselves. They stress themselves out on the on the microphone, or what type of microphone to use, uh, what type of tools they need to acquire. I'll say, if you're thinking about starting, start with what you have and grow from there. Organically grow. I started off with just my phone and then, then I went to got, got a laptop and then I got some training from other podcasters as well. I took notes. And so that's my advice. Don't wait around. You can start now, but focus in on, on the content. Content is always king. Everything else will, will work out the way that things will develop in a positive way. But just remember, content is king. Focus on that. Focus on your, on your, on your audience. That one person listening to your voice. He or she is not concerned necessarily about the state of the art equipment that you have. As long as you sound clear, as long as you're sincere, as long as you're adding value to their lives, that's what matters the most. York, this has been a pleasure having you on the Call to Action podcast. And now let our listeners know where they can listen to your podcast? The best way to listen to my podcast is on my website, which is poeticearthlings.com. Poeticearthlings.com. Also, on the website, it will have the entire season one available for you. And also, there'll be contact information as well. A little bit of, a, of a, an unusual bio about me, kind of meta, if you will. It's, it's <laughs> So go on there. I'm also available, Spotify, the usual places, Apple. Everywhere that you could get your podcast, I'm available for you. If you want to get a hold of me personally to see what I'm about, you could always get a hold of me on Twitter. My handle is Poetic Earthling. So that's my handle on Twitter, Poetic Earthling. On there, you could take a look at some of my writings as well and some pictures of my family and everything else. So that, that's, that's the way to get a hold of me. Now I have one more question for you, York. Do you have any last words of wisdom to leave with the audience? Be careful of burnout. Burnout is something for artists and even for people that are marketing as well. That's always there. I mean, it's a danger. So I was experiencing that myself and my my wife. She was a little bit of kind of like my my sexy Yoda. Do or do not. There is no try. My wife is my sexy Yoda. <laughs> uh, so, so she warned me. She said, okay, you gotta, you gotta take a break from this. You're doing this every single day. That's when I used to record every single day. And I was denying it. I said, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. But I was breaking down. I, I was. And you could push yourself to, to such an extreme when you don't even realize that you're falling apart. There is warning signs. And when you're, when your art form or when you're a business, it could become your, your deity or your, your idol. You're not worthy. 
that you're you're feeding it. You're constantly feeding it. It's like, it's, or your 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 art form could be like a gorilla, and gorilla they're they are never satisfied. You could keep on feeding it and feeding it and feeding it, but they're still hungry. And that's what was happening with me. I was going through a little bit of a breakdown, so I had to pause. I had to rethink. I had to prioritize. So be careful of that. That's my word of advice uh, to anyone, not just into podcasting, but but into the arts or into business. As I said, burnout is very real. It could it could get you into a lot of trouble. So that's my word of advice. Careful of the warning signs. Be mindful of the warning signs when you're going to face that wall and hold yourself back from it. Because when you burn out, it doesn't just affect you, but it affects your loved ones as well. Good information. Gotta have that balance. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I I understand that a lot. Yeah, you gotta have balance and take time for yourself. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yes, that is so true. Well, York, thank you so much for being a guest on the Call to Action podcast. I really enjoyed having you here with me on the show. And I hope that you enjoyed doing the fireside chat with me as well. Oh, I definitely enjoyed it, Shantae. Thank you very much. This is an honor. It's a privilege to be on your show. Thank you. Now, everyone, again, thank you for listening. And remember the quote from John Lennon. I'm going to read it for you again, just because I really, really liked it. When I was five years old, my mother always told me that happiness was the key to life. When I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wrote down happy. They told me I didn't understand the assignment. And I told them they didn't understand life. So again, everyone, thank you for listening. And I look forward to connecting with you all on the next episode of the Call to Action podcast. Until next time. Special thank you to Shantae from the Call to Action podcast. The link to her show is in the show notes or on my website, poeticearthlings.com. To buy me a coffee, you can go to buymeacoffee slash poeticearthlings and give per episode or monthly. Season two starts at the end of this month. Remind your friend or foe to subscribe so that new episodes will magically appear on your handheld device. Thank you to Tiffany C. Lewis, my fellow Kiki Canadian, Gord Lanyon, Okan Yukemi Cornelius Dominique from Word Chef Podcast, and an extra special thanks to my big brother Elvis. Remember, be kind to each other. Be a good earthling. And I'll talk to you soon.